Welcome back to Two Dudes Watch Cartoons, the podcast where two dudes, that's us, watch cartoons. My name is Evan. And you got to call me Ace. Just kidding. My name is Alex. And today we are covering, you know, this is, I I always say the same thing. Today we're covering a good one. I'll I'll keep it real. Today we're covering one. We're covering something. (laughs) So today we... We're covering a movie that has premiered. No, I, I'm giving it a hard time. It was, it was, uh, it, it has ups and downs. But today we're going to cover uh, Disney's Chicken Little, uh, all the way back from 2005. So, um, I was, I was young when I saw this. Like in the last time mm-hmm. I saw it, I also was young. So I had like such fond memories. If I was like, oh, we should do Chicken Little. I haven't seen it. And you watch it, and you were like, yeah, it's it, a movie. it, it was. Yeah. <laughs> And I it's feel broken. similar. There's mm-hmm. definitely like some hilarious moments, but overall, I mean, it it was a movie, a 2005 movie. <laughs> yeah. Um, so notably about this movie, it's Disney animation. It's not Pixar. I think that's an important distinction. Yeah, I agree. Uh, and it's also, I believe, okay, I'm looking at the Wikipedia now. It's the 46th animated film produced by the studio, but I believe it's the first Mm-hmm. fully computer animated feature film from Disney animation. The Correct. caveat is dinosaur, which came out in 2000 had a little bit of live action in it, but it was mostly computer. Doesn't what, count. This what is... was live action in dinosaur. I don't, I don't know. I don't remember, but we should check it out sometime. I know. I read that too on the Wikipedia. I was like, Hmm, what sort of live action was in that movie? I don't recall, but yeah, first fully computer animated. Now for 2005, I thought the animation was really solid, actually. For 2005? So this... Oh, 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 okay. What what else is in the time period? What am I comparing to? Shrek the Third. No way Shrek the Third came out before (laughs) 2005. Uh, You're telling me they busted three Shreks out from 2001 to 2005? Uh, Okay. I'll give you for sure Shrek is better animation than this, though. And that did come out yes. before this. Okay. The release date change was also the day before DreamWorks. And uh, so they announced a, uh, a release date change to the, towards the end of 2005. DreamWorks was, bumped Shrek the Third back to November 2006, 2007. So at least Shrek 2 was out back then. Wow. They, well, that's crazy to me. But I'll yeah. give you that. Also, okay. this movie was bumped back to premiere. And it took over the original slate for Pixar's Cars. Which Whoa. seem worlds apart in terms of animation quality and probably overall quality. The, co- the first Cars was pretty good, right? I don't know. First Cars is good. They lose the plot after uh, the second one. What? Um, okay, okay, you've convinced me. I was too high on the animation. Okay, so specifically, when there's like a close-up on Chicken Little's face, I just mm-hmm. liked the design of his glasses and feathers. I was like, oh yeah, that that's looking real good there. What I'll give you is that it is. It feels very different than most Disney stuff, especially the stuff they've they landed on in later um, CGI movies like mm-hmm. Tangled and Encanto. Uh, I mean, at, at a glance, like my thought, animation quality is like this looks like Paw Patrol, but I guess like that's that speaks to the amount of improvement or standardization of quality in this 
sector of animation, I guess. That's fair. That, like, that's that, fair. You can find this quality on Nick Jr. now. <laughs> yeah, and I guess if Pixar's, you know, got like Toy Story in 1999, and maybe I'm not as impressed. Okay, another thing is this movie is also the final film that Don Knotts appears in before he passes away. Don Knotts. Remind me of who he is, what what he's you doing. Don't, okay, so Don Knotts in this movie is um, the mayor. He's the turkey mayor. Okay. But, uh, I mean, he you're going to make me pull up his Wikipedia here, but he's a very famous actor. Uh, he's on the Andy Griffith, Andy Griffith show um, and then a bunch of other old TV shows, of course, I don't recognize. Um, he's like a super famous guy, though. Okay. Okay. Pardon my ignorance. I, I did not know. Um, I'm, I apologize for coming in so harsh. You know, yeah, this movie is from a long time ago. You probably haven't seen it since then. I don't know that I ever mm-hmm. watched the whole thing back then. Mm, May have, you like, never watched it as a kid. I don't think so. They might might have watched it in the class once. For I don't know. Not for that sounds specifically. that honestly sounds like something we did. I don't know why. Like in Nova, yeah. I think they were like, "All right, we're watching Chicken Little today." <laughs> um, so. Yeah, I, I had like nostalgia with this movie, and that was what drew me to it. I wasn't like I didn't see sure. like what did what did you remember? What what feelings did it bring up? Mm-hmm. Um, or when you when kid, you thought before watching it again, what was your memory of it? Yeah, before going into it again, my big memory of it is um, you know very boy who cries wolf. I actually think you could even like say like oh you little chicken little instead of like a boy who cries wolf. I actually think they're like I know Chicken Little the movie is not as popular, but I think there is like a story. I think this is not based on just like this is not original yeah, property. If that yeah, makes it's sense, based on something. Yeah, and so I remember the boy who cries wolf. I re- distinctly remember the panel falling, you know, on Chicken Little, and then it being. I remember it being an, a, a surprise alien invasion movie. Like, it's like this goofy, like, barnyard movie, and then towards the end, you're like, holy crap, mm-hmm. these aliens are going to disintegrate the whole town. Yeah. Um, I remember vaguely the aliens bit. So I think it is uh, uh, based off of a fable, but also not Disney's first time. This is their second adaptation of the fable. Uh, their first was a, a 1943 adaptation that mm. that Wikipedia is where it's not mine call a propaganda cartoon made during World War II. Um, so, <laughs> do with I that like what you, you will. To specify. I, like, mean, I am not editorializing here. <laughs> it's a propaganda cartoon. I, I wonder what the take, maybe it's, uh, I don't know, a Chicken Little yelling about Nazis or something. <laughs> what would he oh my be God, is of? it like a see something, say something type deal? Like if you see a communist say something. It's an Anti. So there is a Wikipedia entry for the 1943 film. Yeah, it is an anti-Nazi learn. film showing the evils of mass hysteria, and it's based on the Euro- European folktale Henry Penny. Hold um, on, the fear of mass hysteria is what it's warning against. Uh, I guess is the propaganda film saying don't believe Chicken Little. <laughs> I mean, I can try and quick skim the plot. No, no, you're good. I just like think about that because the plot of the movie. Well, okay, so actually, like, let's Nazis go back. are let's coming. The Nazis are coming. Yeah, maybe that's what that, I'm saying. Maybe it's that Chicken Little was right about the Nazi scare, or uh, maybe he was early to be alarmist about Hitler's rise in, in Germany. Dude, no, hold on. <laughs> And people weren't listening to him, but then he takes over and starts. How is it warning of mass hysteria if he's like trying to start mass hysteria? This guy is falling. The Nazis are coming. Let's do the third adaptation of Chicken Little, but based on the first one. 
fake news. <laughs> We're warning against uh, the rise of fascism in the U.S. <laughs> yeah, good point. Oh, my God. I, we, I think we got something there. I think there's a plot. I'm like playing it out in my head. I actually think I see yeah. I see where you're going with that. Okay, let's let's get back to this chicken little from 2005, which is only a little bit of propaganda. So, uh, uh, no, I'm just kidding. Yeah. And so the star of the movie, the the voice, um, you know, before I looked it up, I thought it was Sonic. I thought it was Ben, <laughs> Mr. Ben Schwartz. I was like, I feel like he would have been in high school at this point. It's like he's way too young. But just I, like the the sarcasm in his voice if that makes sense while he's being sincere you can hear the hint of just this sarcastic guy um but so the 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 lead chicken little is his name chicken little cluck because they all call his dad mr cluck his name is ace cluck his nickname is chicken little wait wait, wait, is wait, it... wait, wait, wait. his actual name is ace mm -hmm. so that wasn't ace. just a bit at the end no his name is ace but i think either people have Given him the nickname Chicken Little, I don't know if it's because of the first scene, you know, the the big scare, or uh, his size in relation to his dad. Um, yeah, I didn't super. Oh, you know what though? I'm detail. I'm going it back to the boy who cried wolf, and he was uh -huh. wrong. The boy who cried wolf, like he wasn't supposed to be crying wolf, because then mm -hmm. when the wolf was actually there, no one believed him. Yes, that's the and... lesson. This one, you know what? It's a bit different because Chicken Little the whole time, the sky was actually falling yeah yeah so he was right i don't yeah i'm Is still struggling to draw the similarities to world war ii but you know yeah, maybe we'll where figure are it we out getting this propaganda point. from okay um, but have we so the main character zach braff is the voice of chicken little um he at the time i believe is in like the height of his career mm -hmm. would you agree isn't this gotta be I, scrubs era this has gotta be scrubs era but also looking at the rest of the voice cast, I almost think like was the pitch, what if we hung an entire movie off the stardom of like a TV guy, Zach Braff? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, what, I mean, what do you there's mean? Some, there's some others. There's some other fun ones, but I, he, I would say he's, oh, I'm seeing one way down the list that is really surprising me. Okay, there's, um, I, I'm not giving it enough credit. There's there's some more names in here. that Joan Cusack in her own right is, you know, extremely famous. I only know and her then, from School of Rock. What? Uh, shameless. But yeah, I mean, she's she was famous before School of Rock. But yeah, she's great in School of Rock. That's how I know her too, yeah. though. You beat okay. me to it. Um, Dan? No. Okay. For a second, Dan Molina the... is the fish. He's also I... like the editor of the movie. Okay, I was thinking Alfred Molina. I was like, Doctor no. Octopus. <laughs> no, not the same he's, guy. I was really thrilled. No, he's he's a nobody. I don't even think he. Yeah, he's he's he like worked on the movie, but also is not a voice. Fish out of water, like is like the mm -hmm. whole time. Um, yeah. and then this is probably my favorite voice. Uh, Steve Zahn as mm -hmm. as the runt of mm -hmm. the litter. Yeah. Now, he's one that's, like, really hard to place in things. I, I know him most recently from the first season of The White Lotus. Um, do you know what else is this man in? He's so recognizable, though. Um, just from looking at Wikipedia, I wouldn't have known any of these. But Stuart Little, is he the voice of Stuart Little? Or Because he's not the dad. Is he the voice? He's the voice. He is oh, totally the voice. That's great. Uh, so Stuart Little, that's 1999. Holy shit. You know what I recognize him from, weirdly, what? is Daddy Daycare. He's like the third dad. <laughs> oh. Or for a more dramatic turn, Dallas Buyers Club with uh, Matthew oh. McConaughey. 
whoa um yeah. um also the good dinosaur which i've never seen the animated movie is that a pixar movie it's either is it one of like the middle era like near onward of pixar yeah it might be pixar like like in that era though mm-hmm. there's a couple of pixar movies where i was just like oh, i'm not seeing these in theaters <laughs> not for any reason i just i don't know <laughs> yeah um let's see what else we got amy sidaris is yeah foxy she's foxy foxy loxy she is most famous from princess carolyn i'd say i was about to say mando yeah <laughs> that is not what she's from that's just what i recognize she is in Mandalorian. this is saying mr woolensworth the teacher in the classroom who is a sheep is played yeah. by patrick stewart yeah i caught that one it's xavier xavier it's charles picard charles xavier <laughs> sir sorry let me put some respect on his name sir patrick stewart is voicing an animated sheep who says maybe a couple lines in the beginning of the movie that are mostly just farm animal puns puns yeah this movie walked so zootopia could run i really <laughs> the whole time i was like man whoever made zootopia this was their favorite movie growing up do you, can you recall which character is named Tina? Because I can't think of who it is. Someone in class. Someone in class? Catherine O'Hara from Shit's Creek. What? Kevin McAllister's mom, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Um, she's also on Shit's Creek. <laughs> Wait, that's uh-huh. so funny. Holy shit. Okay, I severely undercut Fred Willard as Melvin. I don't know who Melvin mm. is. Yeah. So many so, great... Other okay. <laughs> There's a lot of great Kids in class. Yeah. One of them is, uh, but wait, is Melvin? No, no, no. Who's the porcupine? The porcupine reminded me of Magnitude, where he would just like come in and, and make like a joke and then leave. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I thought I had heard. At, so at the end, they do the the movie adaptation of Chicken Little's story, and they have like, uh, they do at the end of the of the movie, right? They're playing a movie. Okay. The of it oh, 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 the fake movie. Yeah, the yeah, fake yeah. movie. Yes, the fake movie. And, and the voice of Ace. I thought it was that. Patrick Warburton, but there is. So there is Patrick's a Patrick, in it. Patrick's in it, but it's Adam West is playing yeah. Hollywood Chicken Little. He plays Hollywood Chicken Little Ace. That's where I got the joke. He was she was like he was she was like, oh, I'm so sorry, Chicken Little. He goes, call me ace and I was like, what? <laughs> that's why i was so confused do they make any other mention that his name is actually ace in the movie i think his dad calls him ace at oh, one point oh and i just i'm assuming it was like a nickname like hey champ i want to get to the t- <laughs> all right i want to get to the plot of this movie because we, we've touched on it a little we talked uh-huh. uh um uh the boy who cried wolf <laughs> the world war ii propaganda you yeah. know me i love a theme, story, a lesson. Now, this was interesting to me because, and I want to see if we can think of any other stories. I feel like our main character didn't learn the lesson in this film. I feel like the town and his dad sort of did. How often do we see a, a you know, the main character went on this journey, but like, what did he learn? What did he, how did he grow? Yes, I agree with you because it, it is a bit of that, but also like part of the thing that I realized through this movie is like nothing real. Like, I, I, Chicken Little doesn't really make any decisions in this movie. Like, things just happen, <laughs> and then they're either validated or not validated by the townspeople. And, like, yeah. he does, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I'm not phrasing it correct, but there's this weird thing where it's, like, things just happen. And, and it's, like, not because of anything that he's choosing to do or not. I don't know. 
Um, the sky is falling. And he's, sure. I mean, what I think it was an interesting creative decision. We're going to get into like the real ethics and morals of this chicken little movie is we're l- almost led to believe that he was crazy in the first scene where the sky mm-hmm. fell. Oh, it was just an acorn, everybody. I'm so embarrassed. Sorry. Man, the dad made me so angry when he publicly was like, this is so embarrassing, everyone. I'm so sorry. My kid's an idiot. Um, <laughs> he, because we never see that the sky actually did fall on him. Oh, and I'm just now getting, wow, okay, I'm piecing things together. The aliens come every year, and that's why I used to as a kid. I thought they were living in some sort of like dome. Like I thought the whole sky. Because mm-hmm. the thing crashed at the end. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yes. I thought the whole sky was these plates and that there was aliens living up there. I didn't realize they were like tourists coming and it's like a, um, you know, like a Tony Stark hollow ship or whatever. I don't know. You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 Um, Hmm, I, it hadn't occurred to me. But, I mean, that that definitely is the creative choice. That they, they sort of gaslight you in the beginning by, by this movie uh, is gaslighting before it became a popular term. Because yeah. the dad's like, you didn't see anything. I think maybe that's why it is hard to root for Chicken Little is because they immediately discredit him. And they don't really try or do much to endear you to this character who is the protagonist of this movie. Mm. And so it's just like, oh, he's just kind of the town fool, like bumbling little nerd. Yeah, man. And it's rough because his dad just like really shuts him down. I did think it was weird. His dad drove him to the school bus stop. And yet he still had, like, I don't know. It was an interesting on. dynamic. And then <laughs> he missed the bus. And yeah, he's the town outcast fool. Yeah, he's the town fool, if you will. And uh, the whole montage, what I realized with this movie, too, is there's a lot of visual humor, like gags. Like, sure. it, uh, you know, it was um, not, the script was not, like, beaming with wit or brevity. There was a lot of no. animal humor, but not like Zootopia, where they, like, really, really capitalize on that animal humor, almost. Um, um, I haven't seen Zootopia, so. Oh, you know Are what? you saying I, it's I a think... much better execution of this sort of animal town world? You know, where the animal puns and jokes and, and like the fish helmet, you know, he needed the water. Well, that is like kind of secondary and background to the alien invasion. That is like what Zootopia leans really into is all of these animals being, you know, humanistic uh, and, and what animal characteristics would carry over into their human-esque lives. Yeah. So, um you know, if that if you enjoy animal puns, definitely check out Zootopia. <laughs> <laughs> this one's for you. Um, what was an interesting choice to me starting the movie? So there's that there are, it like stops and starts so many times in the beginning. There are like three intros. There's was it just for the sake of a joke? Like the narrator, who's his dad, is like once upon a time. No, we've heard that. This is a storybook. No. The storybook was clearly a Shrek diss. Like yeah. the rest of those were Disney properties, but they took mm-hmm. one. They were like storybook. Yeah. No. For sure. But I, I'm, I wonder if that's taking cues from, wasn't it Lilo and Stitch where the, the marketing promotions had like Stitch yeah. crash landing, a bunch of other Disney In properties all or whatever. The Disney. Interesting. Disney, because when was Lilo and Stitch? We should probably look that up. 2000, I want to say. It was 2D. I think so, yeah. Before they start um, transitioning, to I CGI. think that you are kind of onto something, where they are trying to like really break 
their mold, if you will, their image. Probably they want cues to from Shrek. Mm, as well. I totally agree. Now. Yeah. I think I think the combination of like Pixar's success and Shrek. Shrek is like the counterculture of mm. these kid movies. And Lilo and Stitch came out in 2002. So okay. this is yeah, like probably one of their next movies after Lilo and Stitch. Yeah. I think you hit the nail on the head as to what Disney's like thinking and feeling with this introduction. It was such it was a dumb bit though. Maybe it was it just I feel like rule of threes like don't go over three yeah well they do that and then is it his him doing the mass hysteria bit you know yeah introduces you to the character and then intro montage set to i think it's bare naked ladies like him his experience in school him getting picked on whatever like there's these three chunks of beginning exposition that it feels clunky and yeah uh, they're clearly going through an identity crisis because by look and by storytelling feel, this seems more akin to like something you would get out of Nickelodeon. Like this is what I assume Pause of Fury is like. <laughs> this reminds me of like Barnyard with the cow. And yeah, yeah, I totally, totally get what you're saying. This does feel like a Nickelodeon-esque movie, but that's probably who they're trying to appeal to. If you think mm -hmm. about it, Disney for years had a corner on this kids market and they could just make whatever they want because they were like the only one making these huge cartoons, these movies, yeah. these animated movies. Now you have Nickelodeon Cartoon Network. It's reshaping how kids watch these cartoons and, and what they're watching. And so they don't want to watch Sleeping Beauty or, or Beauty and the Beast anymore. They want something with some humor, some wit, some zing. I totally think you're you're onto something here that this is the result of a bit of an identity crisis for Disney. Yeah. And well, so we're ragging on it, but it did. So it was made on a budget of 150 million, made 314.4 mm. million. So I, I saw it in theaters. Yeah, I made its money back. Buyers. Also, incredible. The runtime is 81 minutes, but it feels so much longer. <laughs> I was going to say, so I watched it just this morning, which was a mistake. Um, Evan was like, when do you want to watch it? And I go, one hour and 26 minutes. Or He goes, when do you want to start recording? And I go, we'll start in one hour and 26 minutes. But you, I'll, I'm, uh, I normally, every time we have like a short runtime, I'm like, yes, bring this back. I agree with you. This felt longer than an hour and a half somehow. Mm -hmm. Somehow. I watched this movie twice because the first time I w was like half paying attention and then I watched it again yesterday and, and fell asleep towards the end. Like, I don't Lord know have mercy on you. I couldn't have watched minutes. it twice. It's 81. And like that's because it just could, it could not hold my attention, unfortunately. I think, you know, this is something we try to avoid here because we do talk strictly about cartoons. I do think this is like very geared towards children. I think. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Kids would love this. I think I loved it as a kid. I think I was like all about it. I remember I ha like loved Fish Out of Water. And like when rewatching, that was one of the things I was like, I got to remember why I love Fish Out of Water. Rewatching it back, fish, he doesn't barely do anything. Like, why was I so obsessed with this Fish Out of Water? Does he speak? He doesn't Ooh, have line. He just he says, has like a line in the in the Hollywood film of what happens of mm, chicken okay. little, the, the fake fish has a line like he's like, he's Picard <laughs> or, uh, <laughs> or like, no, 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 not Picard. Um, like he's uh Spock. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, I don't know. I, I again, it feels to me like a Nickelodeon thing. Like I, I get like Jimmy Neutron vibes from this this oh, whole movie. Oh, great comparison. I really yeah. feels so Jimmy Neutron esque. Yeah, sci-fi. Like that's what I'm saying. Is this was like two separate movies? It was like a Zootopia, and then it turned into a Jimmy Neutron. You know what I mean? Like yes. it, the sci-fi element of it was so left field. Like if you if you hadn't watched a trailer for this movie. I bet you'd be like, aliens? The fuck? <laughs> and I think specifically Run to the Litter, the pig character, kind of reminds me of, um, not Sheen. Who's Carl. the other <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> we should cover the Jimmy Neutron movie. Which we should. I remember, lo- um, I think I saw it in theaters. I remember loving that movie for some reason. Jimmy Neutron's one of the few things that, like, it was a movie first, and then it morphed into, like, a highly successful yeah. TV show for them. I totally forgot. That's wild. Yeah. They did crossovers and, uh, with the, Fairly Odd Parents. That shit was hell awesome. yeah, it did. Yeah, <laughs> Jimmy and Timmy Power Hour. They had multiple crossovers. The Nick um, CU. <laughs> they were doing it before Marvel could even dream. Okay, mm-hmm. so um, this movie, though, I mean, the plot is the sky falls, and it's like this panel from an alien ship, uh, invisibility cloaking, real high tech shit that you know these farm animals are not going to comprehend and it hits him on the head and no one fucking believes him were you frustrated at all no because they don't endear you you to the character i don't care you just weren't (laughs) invested at all i was i got frustrated for chicken little ace excuse me i would be so pissed if you had a cool name like ace and your whole Uh town was just like nah you're chicken little i don't know and maybe that so like his whole emotional arc for the first third of the movie is him getting on the baseball team and sort of right. dealing with the now, repercu- go, go so ahead. this was the biggest sin of this movie the most egregious thing i think that happened mm-hmm. we had a sad sad time sad sack montage no one mm-hmm. believes me hit music playing montage bnl one line of i think i'm gonna join the baseball team and his dad's like oh my god really you, you think that's a good idea his dad's a dick and then um <laughs> montage of him playing baseball yeah i was like i've never seen a movie go from one montage to another montage like this and i was like man i was like they're they're chomping at the bit they were like you have to hit an hour 30 minutes heavy reliance on montage also in musical Mm -hmm. sequence there's um it's, it's those two that are like in your face montage and then there's a scene where he's calling uh what's her name mallory the duck yeah man they're singing spice girls tell me what you want what you yeah uh, there's like, it. It's like 30 seconds to a minute, that sequence. And then they pick up the phone. No reason for, for you that. Didn't need to be, the whole why is that sp- there? It's just, it's strictly so they can put Spice Girls on the soundtrack for this movie. Like, yeah. have you relied? And then e- there's even a seminal sequence of, of I Will Survive. Yeah. Which, <laughs> did they pluck that right from Shrek too? Like, come on. Guys, oh, come on. So, um, first off, I'll never take any Spice Girls slander. How dare you? They, oh, they no, needed. I, hey, I, I'm all for it, but I'm saying that's needed to be a three minute song. They needed to, so no, and it is funny on the soundtrack. It's a it says wannabe. Writing. Yeah, <laughs> it says wannabe, and it's sung by Joan Cusack and Steve Zahn. So I thought, <laughs> thought that was pretty funny. And you have it about right. It is 50 seconds long that they sing. Um, so yeah, I get what you mean. Like the joke landed before then. Um, and I did love, though, Runt 
like loving show tunes. Like at the end, his mom was like, no more Streisand for you. He's like, mom, you know, I love Barbara. <laughs> um, so the first song is Bare Naked Ladies. Is there another Bare Naked Ladies song? I felt like there was two Bare Naked Ladies songs, but it does not look like it. Um, yeah, there's a Bare Naked Ladies song, though. Ready for this one? There's a Cheetah Girls song that they slipped in here. Shake a Tail Feather. Oh. Another Disney original, I guess. Yeah. You know what I mean? The Cheetah Girls is a Disney movie, but I know people that would go feral if they heard a Cheetah Girls song. It's um what the song I was thinking. It's not bare naked ladies. It's REM. It's the end of the world as we know. That is, makes me so. <laughs> here's look. We just covered Mario, uh -huh. and one of the complaints was the insertion of popular hits mm -hmm. music. This is, now I'm not saying it's all right because Chicken Little did it, but we've been doing it for so long. Like it's so ingrained in these like blockbuster animated movies mm -hmm. um what do you think about it are you pro like recognizable song or no um i i think it depends on the use and like how heavy-handed it is like compared to this movie mario brothers uh seems like tame tame disciplined like the most <laughs> restrained person in the world <laughs> like the most thoughtful <laughs> tasteful use of, of popular music uh this, yeah it's heavy 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 heavy-handed in this man um, yeah we actually we didn't even they sneak in um ain't no mountain high enough and don't go breaking my heart which you could argue are like two of the most like sing-alongable songs of all time mm -hmm. and yeah. you know what that is so i'm just now realizing because uh the time it took from us to finish the movie to this i've been singing don't go breaking my heart and it is literally so it gets stuck in my head and i think about the fucking cast of the movie singing it at the end credits mm, yeah i see I, I caught you disney now i get why you do that <laughs> yeah they know and it's got, we are the champions my queen these are i'm not kidding these are like the most sing-alongable songs of all time don't go breaking my heart uh, also famously used in, I don't know if famously is the right word, but Ella Enchanted, which came out 2004. These well, people are just borrowing each other's soundtracks and Hathaway's in Ella Enchanted, if, if you don't recall. Uh, <laughs> interesting. No, I didn't. Um, yeah, there's the Cheetah Girls one. That's like funny. That's like buying from themselves. Um, so the music, mm -hmm. though, yeah, I agree. But I... So I didn't like when it was playing over a montage, but I'll be honest, I didn't. I, I liked it more when they were like in universe singing it, like it was a real song. Sure, this movie uses pop music almost to the extent of something like Sing, but that's the premise of Sing. <laughs> this has no reason to be doing that. Yeah, but you know, you know, with Sing, they're working backwards. They were like, uh -huh. "How do we yeah, fit yeah. twenty of the most popular <laughs> all-time songs into a movie?" And they're like. Have them sing it. <laughs> like, <Yeah. laughs> how do we fit all of this and an allegory for Nazi hysteria into <laughs> get Zach Braff on the phone right now? <laughs> yeah. Um. So another reason you can tell, yeah, it this this movie is light on emotional arc uh, because they, they very plainly state the trajectory that Chicken Little's going to go on. Maybe a third of the way into the movie, talk to your when dad. yeah, Mallory's like, "Talk to your dad." I think she's literally holding a, a textbook and is like, "Closure is good" or something like that. <laughs> yeah, she's uh, no, and it's so funny because as an adult, it's like, 
how obvious? Come on, dude. <laughs> talk it out. Yeah. And but to be fair, I actually think it's on his dad more than anything, and that's why this is that's where I struggle with this movie is all the conflict and resolution revolves in the dad. He's mm-hmm. causing the problems by I don't believe you, son. You're embarrassing me and your family and your dead mother. And then it revolves around him being like I believe you. You were telling the truth. That's the other part is like he didn't believe him off of just what he said. He really only believed Chicken Little when he From saw saying, it with his own two peepers. How explicit are they with telling you that the mom has passed? I don't like if I'm trying to recall, like I so only pick it up from context clues. Like, I mean, there's a scene where uh, after Chicken Little's not believed by the whole town again, he goes up mm-hmm. to his room, sad sack, and the dad sees like a family photo and he was like, you would know what to do. Or like, I wish you oh, were okay. here or okay. so, yeah. something along those lines. I was just missing it. or I've just I also th- was thinking, and it's so funny because this is just like a stupid kids movie, but I was like thinking of because we covered the Iron Giant, like the difference the different portrayal of single mothers versus single fathers in like probably all media, but specifically Mm -hmm. the cartoons that we're watching single mothers. The struggle is always working like making ends meet because typical gender roles. That's not Mm -hmm. the woman doesn't have to earn them. That's the man's job. So if she's alone, her problem becomes working, making money. That's the hard thing to do. Whereas when it's a single father, the it's problem connected. is always connecting with the kid. Mm. Wow. You've How do you like that? Code. Yeah. You've cracked the code. I also, know. yeah, in the in the the emotional climax of the movie when him and uh uh Chicken Little are having the moment, right before it, I was like, Oh, I bet the dad's gonna say something along the lines of your mother was always better than this and he goes Your mom was always good at this stuff. I was yeah. like, God like, <laughs> this is like a paint by numbers. It's predictable. Family film, yeah. Um, while we're crapping on it, there are a lot of funny moments. Do, do you have any moment you thought stood out to you, like humor-wise? We've just we've been like thirty minutes ragging on this movie. Hearts, the fans are all like, "Oh, I really like Chicken Little. I enjoyed it." I don't know it's going to be anything I revisit anytime soon, but I am glad I watched it. There's there's a lot of funny moments. <laughs> Is that a good description? Nostrils. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I feel like there may have been one or two moments where a, a joke stuck out to me, not enough for me to recall or write it down. Like the joke telling the visual gags, none of it fit seamlessly into the story. Like it's all disjointed. It just felt like they were doing like a look here and, and like kind of taking you along and trying to jam in whatever entertainment they could get out of you. So yeah, watching it twice, I guess, is why things seem out of place and it, like the story feels disjointed. I don't know. I don't have a favorite moment that I can think of. I can see that. <clears throat> I would say early on, the moment where I was like, oh, I remember now. This movie is pretty funny. Has to be when they're playing dodgeball and the, the gym coach goes, all right, two teams, uh, cool kids versus ner- uh, the uncool kids. And then they're, I was like, that's pretty classic. But then they're doing it and fish out and mallard's like just be like fish and he's like doing these cool dance moves to avoid all the things and then the pig like tries to dance also but just gets hit hit, like as he's dancing the whole i was like (laughs) okay this is a pretty funny movie i was like okay i'm not gonna give it like funniest movie of all time award but like i said i was i was snickering entertainment value you could probably cap it at like seven or eight they'll have a good time with this 
oh, age-wise, I thought you meant out of 10. And I was like, whoa, eight. you just gave this a 7 or an 8 out of 10? Yeah, this is for 7 or 8-year-olds out of like 100 age-wise. Yeah. Uh -huh. <laughs> This podcast is supported by Lumina. Lumina is an AI-powered webcam that makes you look good on every video call. 4K resolution, adaptive color correction, autofocus and bokeh so you get that nice blur in the background, and of course my favorite feature, the AI camera man that follows you around the frame to keep you centered at all times. Zhuzh up your video calls and stop looking like dog doo-doo with Lumina. You can use promo code 2dudes for 10% off your purchase at getlumina.com. That's code TWODudes at getlumina.com. Back to the podcast. So the critical response for it, I think this is saying uh, 36% on Ooh. Rotten Tomatoes. Let's see. Ooh. 36? Okay, is this better or worse than Ant-Man and the Quantumania? I still have not seen Ant-Man. Oh, you haven't even seen <laughs> Okay. Um, is this better or worse than Thor Love and Thunder? Worse, I would say. Um, That's so, okay. a benchmark. Okay. Yeah. That's hard to do. So Rotten Tomatoes on the tomato meter, 36%. Audience score, 47%. Oh. So it doesn't clear oh. a 50% hurdle either way. But also, it's from 2005. Were people on the internet using Rotten yeah. Tomatoes? <laughs> people weren't rating this in real time. Yeah. <laughs> um, holy crap. That's bad, though. So you're saying mm -hmm. you're more likely to rewatch Thor Love and Thunder than you would be to rewatch this? Yeah, I think so. But, you know, maybe I'm biased that that. If I had a child... A I feel like I, this is something I would show them. This is better, certainly better than luck. That that's what I kept coming mm. back to is is luck. It's similarly, just a random assortment of things that happen. It's just um, scenes. Yeah, just scenes, just things. Uh, but this, you know, there's actually some plot structure there. Some of the jokes land. This there's is a, better you know, than luck. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Um, so I'll give it that. But it's one of the worser things we watched, I would say. Yeah. It's yeah. down there. It's down there. It's definitely <laughs> down there. I um, I think what's hard for me is, like I said, I remember having such a fond memory. I think I even had like a fish out of water, like little figurine, maybe from like McDonald's. You know what I mean? Not like sure. a whole action figure, but like yeah, a little yeah, toy. Yeah. And I fucking love that guy. But yeah, I mean, upon rewatch, I... Uh, I mean, there's probably a reason I haven't seen it since I was like five years old. So, um, yeah. yeah, I'm trying to think like, I mean, the movie is so they don't believe him. He plays baseball. He does terrible. He gets a home run. The sky falls on him again. The whole town hates him again. His dad can't stand him. He's like, it's so bad. And then once the aliens actually invade, they're all like, man. You were right. Is that the allegory? Is that a Poland? Like the Nazis invading I Poland? See, no. All right. Next episode. Chicken Little, 1943. I don't understand how. And okay. So forgetting the World War II propaganda film. Like I said, I really, really think the issue is, is no one actually believes Chicken Little until they see it with their eyes. There's mm -hmm. never a moment of the dad being like, you know what? Because I love you and you're my son, I I'm going to take your word for it. Yes. And that's what it needed. Because the viewer also doesn't know until 
halfway through the movie. Because we also, we are with the town. We don't believe Chicken Little until we see it with our eyes. That's fucked up, Disney. Don't put us on the town side. They really shot themselves in the foot with that one. This is what I'm saying is that was, so like the humor, like you said, the humor, the, the background gags, they felt disjointed, combobulated, almost like a writer came through and like added them. In the bare bones, like they they had a fucking sixty minute movie, and they were like, we need to add more movie to this, so they added all those jokes. But that's what the plot is missing. I think if the plot, like, it would be a solid film if there was like the dad not still knowing anything, being like, okay, I'm gonna come with you to this because I do mm. believe you. I'm sorry I doubted you for so long. Yeah. Um, After they have their closure, this movie made me think because this has been um, sort of in the headlines recently. Uh, is the Writers Guild of America uh, are gearing up for a strike? They're in negotiations with Hollywood currently. Oh my uh, God! Wait, back then this is there's no. This stri- oh, but oh, oh, it oh. did make me think. I was like, was this during the the writers' strike? <laughs> but no, that came. That was oh so no way. <laughs> You're like, this has to be a writer strike movie. This is in that neighborhood, right? <laughs> like, but no, it was it preceded that by a couple of years. So. That's um, funny as fuck. Um, yeah, I mean, like I said, aliens come, they leave their baby. This is the other thing is the aliens like come and go and then come back. Just simplify it. I don't know. Like, so then, but the, it, they leave their baby and these mm-hmm. fucking aliens are mowing down. Like, that's the other thing is the aliens almost feel out of place in the movie. They're robotic suits with their ten- their Dr. Octopus roaming yeah. around. I was like, damn, this is a totally different movie than we were watching before. It, it, yeah, it becomes, it almost becomes a last of us where Chicken yeah. Little has to, <laughs> yeah. to protect the People child. getting disintegrated. It's Mandalorian yeah. and he has to return the baby to its parents. Um, also, the the adult aliens look like sperm cells or they're little, they're little they floaty look- vessels. I don't know. Weird the- choices all around. The aliens, to me, when they're not in their mechanical suits, just look like... Do you remember those little troll dolls? It just looks like their yeah, hair. The hair. That's, that's <laughs> all it is, is. It's just the hair with three eyes. Um, so if you haven't seen the movie, you now know exactly what the aliens look like. like I'm not even kidding. It just, they uh-huh. ripped off the hair of that troll doll, slapped three eyes on it, and they're like, this is our alien. Yeah. Um, so... Closing thoughts? I mean, I I don't know. Like I I'm I've got Letterbox up here, and I, I'm starting yeah. to realize people hate this fucking movie. So I mean, <laughs> I I think we've covered like most of the the juice. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. in this, what uh, your closing thoughts on the movie before we move into the the reviews? This is an interesting case study in what happens when Disney has an identity of crisis. Um. Because this is this is not this isn't even a box office flop necessarily. Like it made back its gross. They've had worse revenue-wise flops in recent years, like Lightyear and Strange World. But those are much better movies in comparison to this. I was about to say Strange World's better than this. Oh yeah, by far. I'm, I'm saying like this is one of their rare failures in my opinion like i obviously lightyear and strange world didn't do great numbers but like but they're good i think movies. those are good movies yeah those are yeah. fine good movies interesting um, and this is this is just so out of left field for them it feels i don't know it, it's bizarre and and for that reason it's interesting to to revisit it 
Um, what I think is interesting in the landscape, now that you're bringing this up, with um, with my closing thoughts, I'll use this. This movie, I had such a fond memory of, and it, it just only slightly holds up. Uh, there's not a whole lot to go on here. With this movie, I think it's really interesting. <clears throat> in the age of streaming, I think the reason we are so hypercritical of this is we would just we would never see a movie like this now. We would never see a movie like this made. I, 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 who, who, what, like, is there a streaming service you think is going to put out something like this? Yeah, I think it would be just a straight to streaming. Like, Netflix has a bunch of random shit they've made okay, that nobody but, watches. So then think about this. That's what I'm saying then is that the age we live in is this would be like such a commercial failure. They wouldn't release it in theaters. This made its money back in 2005. Disney mm -hmm. was like, <laughs> like, we did it. We suckered them. Like, they were yeah. like, phew, we got another one by them. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like, we just aren't seeing movies like this nowadays. And if we are, it's not something that's going to have, you know, trailers a whole year. Like, it's not going to have Zach Braff. It's You get what uh -huh. I'm saying? Like, I don't think that movies like this are – like, Luck, if we're going to compare it to Luck, an animated movie that was released on streaming, it didn't have nearly the same cast. You know what I mean? Like, back then – Mm -hmm. This low budget, shitty animated movie, Zach Braff and Joan Cusack were like, yeah, this is my next film. This is their star vehicle. Um, I was going to say, it speaks volumes that there isn't a sequel, but I had to quick fact check. And I'm I wrong. Think there is. There's a Chicken Little 2. Uh, looks to be 2D animated, perhaps. That was released June Step 4th, back. 2021. 21? Yeah. They pulled the Avatar. They waited. Yeah, they waited over fifteen this, years for a um, sequel. Yeah, I'm gonna. Can I share my screen? Yes, you can. Uh, Let's give the audience a real show here. This is only for the YouTube watchers and the Spotify video watchers right now. Let's see. What do you got here, Evan? Like this looks. two uh, <laughs> D animated, perhaps. This what, looks. But in all the promotional art, looks so different. Is Fish Out of Water a girl? They've gone. Look woke. at all of these. Oh my god. What is oh, we, I can't we can't hear the sound, but oh, yeah, it looks terrible. Oh my god. I mean it looks like a children's book, in all yeah. honesty. Um <laughs> so, is this even it? I I don't I can't verify. I don't know you have it. It says official Disney UK. <laughs> I don't even like okay. Adam West was what? in this movie. Like someone someone read this script and was like, Yeah, Adam, you need to do this role. Or I don't know, like I guess he's on Family Guy too. Maybe he doesn't take it too seriously anymore. But like yeah. just wild to me. I really think we would never see another movie like this made today. I just I don't see it happening anymore. It doesn't get greenlit. Yeah, and not a real theatrical sequel, please. Let's move over to Letterbox. Let's hear what the what the okay. people have to say. Do you uh, do you have any up, or do you want me to start? Yeah, I um, I got one. The first one says one star. Chicken Little is a lot like Evangelion, um, which is a anime mecha. Mm. If you think about it, main protagonist is a loser nobody likes. Two, his dad hates him. Three, the alien vision at the end is like third impact. All right, all right, all right, all right. <laughs> I can see it. One star, though, they gave it. Okay, um, I have another one star. It just says, ha, 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 fuck this movie. <laughs> and you know what, James? I, I understand why. <laughs> this one, yeah. two and a half stars. Hashtag believe chickens. Yeah. Now... <laughs> Just realizing as a spoof on believe women, but but you gotta believe 
this one says three stars. They made the pig character gay, but they couldn't say he was gay, so they just had him do karaoke and gave him a Barbara Streisand collection. Mm. That's pretty good. I missed it. Yeah, they did. And that was before Disney mm-hmm. uh, was on a war. Now they're so... Oh, so we always talk about this. We did it with Strange World. Like, it's always Disney's first openly gay character. Like, Disney loves the one foot in, one foot out of, of mm-hmm. the being supportive to the LGBT community. They are literally in a war with Ron DeSantis right now. I have a feeling they are going to go full gay. Disney's going so gay in the next year, I'm calling it. Let's you, go. You watch. Full gay. Yeah. We don't need Chicken Little. We need Run, run to the Litter. Yes, thank a, you. Give us Run. Sequel. Yeah. Okay. Uh, this one says, one star, Thanos is a better father than Buck Cluck. And I think I agree. <laughs> he cried when he had to kill Gamora. I don't know, Buck Cluck would. He'd be like, this is so embarrassing. I can't believe my son put me in this situation. I guess I have to do it. So, yeah, mixed to bad reviews of this movie, mostly. I'm looking Uh, for a good one. Here's four stars. Can you believe the scene where Abby Mallard and Runt the Pig are jamming out to Wannabe by the Spice Girls invented cinema? So this is just sarcastic. Doink, okay. doink, de doink. I should have known was not a serious. Uh, look, I love the Spice Girls. Love, love, love them. I think that that should have been double the scene, but it's not enough to make this a four star movie. Yeah, you can't <laughs> prop your movie up on that. <laughs> on a Which 50 second. I think yeah. they were trying to do this one. I, I'm not going to read the whole thing, but it says two stars. Nostalgia watch for me. Good. But good God, this does not hold up. Yeah, the mm. weird boy who cried wolf story really has no concept on its own. And that's what I'm saying is like no one learned I, I, they didn't do it right. Like this this the dad was like I guess I got to believe chicken now. <laughs> also now now it occurred to me is do other has any other um Disney movie used contemporary pop music like that? I I can't. Yeah, I think isn't it normal? Um, I mean, you're testing me now, but Lilo and Stitch maybe didn't. Okay, they used like know. Elvis. But I think that was like a yeah. I, I don't. I don't think it's unheard of if I'm being honest. But I don't know. We've seen a movie that like relied on it this much. Now you got me thinking because Pixar really this doesn't one. do that. Well, no, oh no, Pixar. What are we talking about? Cars? They're about to have like the okay. number one country song sure. of all time. That Cars jump starts. I used to jam to that. Exactly, <laughs> Evan. You and I are two of the most country hating song. Like, and that is a jam. I can sing every yeah. single word to that song. You know what? Life is a highway. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like three or four pages into the the letter star reviews. This one says three stars. Too many people hate on this film. It's my girlfriend's dog's favorite movie. <laughs> it's pretty good. They roped me in with that one. Uh, you come into my house and say Chicken Little is a bad movie? Get the fuck out. I don't know. I'm going to have to do... I'm going to have to come in and probably call it a bad what movie. Would you, what would you give it on mm, Star Wars? the truth. It's, it's probably my lowest one I think I've given. I'm going to give it two stars. Oh yeah, I'm I'm at a two star just because yeah. one star I feel like would I would reserve for like something like luck and it's not that bad but it's not as bad as luck but it's not as good as Strange World I think there's it's somewhere in, in 
It's closer to the luck on the scale, though, if I'm being honest. (laughs) So, like, Strange World, for the the horrible, horrible mess it was, I blame fucking Disney for not promoting it. I really think that's all it was. It's a solid film. I know we had problems with it, and we joked Mm -hmm. about it, but, like, it was a solid film. It had way more, like, story, had way more heart than Mm -hmm. this one. This one, this... This to me, oh my God, wait, I think I just summed it up. This is like when capitalism makes a movie. They're like, just, this was like the joke of like the algorithm. What do people want to see in a movie? Like, let's let's have an AI mm-hmm. computer put together a movie. They were like, Zach yes. Braff plays Chicken Little and Wannabe is sung. Like, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? I don't know. There's just something not human. There's no heart to it. I agree. Is this no the first time we've landed on the same star rating? It probably case. is. In all honesty, we we <laughs> we always. I'm a five star McGee over here, but yeah, we're in agreement. Like it's bad. It needs to be on the bad end, but it's not terrible. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, that's probably yeah. the best. There's my closing thoughts. It's bad, but it's not terrible. Like when the, it's okay, not another the worst funny thing bit, we've ever watched on the podcast. It's not the it's worst thing we've ever watched. Like. Like a funny bit, and it's overlooked, is like, I feel like that's such like a, ah, that politician, that mayor, he's such a turkey. And so they made him a turkey who can only read off cue cards. It was real mm-hmm. funny when um, Chicken Little was like on the thing, and they're like, what is it, Chicken Little? And he's like, I, uh, there was, I, uh, don't, I did it. And then the mayor like reads it like bit for bit. I was like, okay, that's pretty funny. <laughs> I think if this were, uh, <laughs> when... My kid is of age to watch and choose movies like this. Also, I guess is breaking the knees. You on can't the do that, Evan. You said it so casually. I've been waiting, motherfucker. You son of a bitch. Go ahead, <laughs> do it now. I guess. Yeah. Uh, when my child is of age to to choose movies, and if this is one of the options, I might try and steer him towards something else. <laughs> That's where this lands for me. You're gonna steer them away. So. Fuck you. For anyone that doesn't follow Evan on Instagram, he's having a, his own chicken little. Yeah, Haley and I are expecting, uh, which is very exciting. Very, Congrats. Very about so, spoilers, I knew before everyone else did. I texted Evan and I said, when we announce it on the pod. Or no, I didn't even say that. No, I said, You just said Ken? boss baby. <laughs> That's all you said. Is that all I said? I'm pretty sure. I think I just said boss baby question mark. Evan goes, what are you referring to? And I go, boss baby for the pod when when it's time. And he didn't understand at all. And eventually he's like, yeah, sure, I guess. And I was like, you're not getting what I'm saying. (laughs) (laughs) I wanted to do boss baby. And then at the end, he could be like, I'm having my own boss baby. (laughs) Which I mean, there's still time. I, you know, I can cut this whole bit out. We can cover Boss Baby next. Uh, I think Chicken Little's real... perfect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Boss Baby would be an interesting one. There, there are so many of those random like franchises that never have delved into that we could it's flown completely over. A lot my of head. DreamWorks stuff. Is um, Alec Baldwin Boss Baby? Yeah, Boss Boss oh, Baby. No. no more sequels because Boss Baby shot kills. <laughs> Boss, boss baby killed someone on set. Okay. Uh, so personal news aside, maybe we should dig into some uh some Congrats headlines. to Evan Thank and you. Haley. I'm so excited for you, and I'm sure Thank all you. of our listeners are. We just totally yeah. glossed over that. It's a huge thing. I'm super excited <laughs> for you. And 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 I I'm gonna be honest, I think it's gonna take two dudes watch cartoons to the next level. I really is. I I really mm. think it is. We're gonna have like such an unbiased front row seat to to what we the need to movie. cover. 
Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. Um, I'm excited to eventually have a reason to watch Bluey. I've heard a lot of good things about Bluey oh. from a lot of parents and people that are not parents. So I'm I've excited clips, to dive into dude. that. It, it looks good. So we'll we'll save it for, for when the boss baby gets here. But uh, I'm excited. We're very pumped. Uh, and now I have someone who has to go to animated movies with me. Yes! Now Haley can't say no! Oh, that's the best. Wait, I didn't even think about did, that one. She did volunteer to go to Mario with me. She was a good sport. And she really wow. did enjoy Mario. Which, can't blame her. Uh, I couldn't get Nikki to go. She said, it's Mario or Flash. You get one. <laughs> I said, oh, okay. Yeah, I guess let's go to Flash. <laughs> let's do some news. There's a lot of stuff. Yeah. There's a lot of, let, there's a lot of news. We haven't covered news in a bit. But let's, uh, let's. Uh, what, what do you got? Do you have something up? Because I don't. I'm oh, I got one. I don't know sure. if this is news. It's not confirmed. I'm not going to say it. It's going to cut that out. Can you just tell me what it was going to be? Okay. I was going to say, yeah, well, uh, Mila Kunis is in talks to play The Thing in the Fantastic Four. Was that War. real? Yes. No, the... Yes, it is, because it's just a voice. They're going to gender swap The Thing. Okay. Interesting. <laughs> I, we can keep well, this. This is news, then. There is okay. talks that Mila Kunis is going to play The Thing in the Fantastic but, Four. What do, you, what do you think about that? Okay, you sent me this Twitter. Have you seen more than that one tweet? Because I don't... Yes. Is that, that was just some rant? Okay. Search me. Yes, on Twitter, there's many, many people saying she's in talks to do it. I, okay. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, here's – I don't mind. I think it would be fun. I love Mila Kunis also, so it's kind of like, whoa, what a weird role for her to play, but like cool. But mm. my not that I have an issue. The only issue is the fans are going to fucking just, just like revolt, review, oh, yeah. uh, like I, I don't even yeah. – I, I don't want to – go through that i do vaguely remember i feel like there's like some paparazzi photo of mila kunis sitting down with like some producer connected to marvel or something and so people were speculating maybe she was gonna play sue storm that was what they all thought and now all the all the stories have changed that she's in talks to play the thing i I wish i could make this up but she really is all right um interesting I don't. Yeah, I saw several tweets. It wasn't just one because then that's a joke. Someone's making a joke. Yeah. But no. Well, whatever. Let's maybe news. We're, we're not here to speculate. Uh, I got I, some. You got one, or you want to go? I got two. There is a Kung Fu Panda four in the works, and the premise is Poe is trying to find a replacement for the role of the Dragon Warrior. I wonder if Super Mario Bros has reinvigorated interest in Jack Black. Oh, this franchise. Because it's been a while. I don't know. He's awesome, though. Like, I'm obsessed with Jack Black. So I I hope that's the case. That would be so great because he's a great live actor and a great voice actor. And Kung Fu Panda's great. Yeah. It's something we should cover at one point. It's really, really good. I've seen three. I don't think I've seen. I don't know. I've seen three or or maybe. I don't know. I've seen two. I know I've seen the first one a bunch, but. The first one's um, great. Yeah, it's a great um, movie. It's a great movie. It's got Seth Rogen, Angelina Jolie. Yeah, God, we should check that Jackie out. Jackie Chan? Holy shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's got a great yeah, cast. Should we do that when we get back? Probably. Yeah. Maybe that's the next thing Fuck we're going to do here. Send it. Um, All right. Okay, you got another one you said? Go ahead. Yes. Totally Spies will officially return oh. to Cartoon Network for season seven in 2024. Um, I never really like watched Same. it through as a series, but I would catch episodes here and there when it, when I was a kid. So I caught a, a, a number of episodes. Um, so that's exciting. And what I like about this is it's not a reboot. 
Mm. They're saying we're this is season seven. I, I think if you're going to reboot something like that, don't start. Like I think the Powerpuff Girls, they started mm -hmm. over. They did it from the beginning. Just continue it. Like we all, we were all there. You don't need. You're not capturing a new audience by any mm -hmm. means. Maybe I don't know. I, I really enjoyed this. I thought it was like I said. I really like that they're they're going for the season seven instead of uh, we're, we're starting it over. I got another one. Go There's it. a new movie coming out called Chicken Run, a new Chicken Run movie, Dawn Chicken of the Run Nugget. Two. Chicken Run 2. Yes, excuse me. Dawn of the Nugget. Yep. And it's got Zachary Levi, Bella Ramsey. It's got like a very star-studded cast. Did the first Chicken Run movie have a star-studded cast like that? Uh, Mel Gibson was the main. Mm. So, the I mean, he's lead. famous, though. Yeah. Uh, but Infamous. otherwise. Oh, um. Who's um the the Harry Potter Defense of the Dark Arts Umbridge? Umbridge mm. is a character in this, but yeah, that's her name. Um, so Netflix has a new Chicken Run movie. Oh, oh, and I scroll up here a little here. Netflix also has a SpongeBob movie about Sandy Cheeks mm -hmm. uh, saving Bikini Bottom. The only issue I have with this is the creator Steven Hillenberger was like, "No, we're never doing spinoffs. We're never doing movies," and he died. And that? then Nickelodeon was like. Okay, I guess we're doing Let's take it's literally like the it's yeah. like the meme of Mr. Krabs when he's like, Am I really going to defile this grave for money? Of course <laughs> I am. And then he starts digging. <laughs> it's literally the real life meme of that. It's insane. And, and I mean, well, they have more than just the, it, this isn't the first uh, uh, offense. They've been doing it. I just still think it's like, how are you gonna go against a dead man's wishes? I don't know. That feels wrong to me. By laughing all the way to the bank, I guess. I don't know. Ah, I, um, I wish I had that SpongeBob laugh. I'm so close. Ah, <laughs> how's he do it? <laughs> Tom Kenny? I don't know. He's a genius. He's, He's a uh, um, two quick ones. Andy Samberg in the new Spider Verse movie will voice Can't Ben Riley. Can't uh, wait. Who's Ben Riley though? Is that so, Uncle Ben? No. It's a, perhaps a deep cut for Spider Man. It's nothing that's ever been explored in the movies so far. But oh. there's a whole arc. Where Peter Parker gets cloned, oh. and, and I think this was in the the nineties, maybe early two thousands. And the clone's name is Ben Riley, and Peter Parker during that time doesn't know whether he is the original or not, and so they like spooky. Yeah, but Ben Riley is a, a cool to see that character coming okay. to the I big love screen. Andy Samberg, so and Andy Samberg, obviously great talent. Um, there's an animated Transformers movie coming up. It's a Transformers origin movie called Transformers 1. Here's the voice cast. Optimus Prime, Chris Hemsworth. Mm -hmm. Megatron, Brian Tyree Henry. Love it. Uh, uh, I don't know who this character is. Alita, but voiced by Scarlett Johansson. Bumblebee, Michael Keegan-Key. Sentinel Prime, John Hamm. And uh, Alpha Trion, Lawrence Fishburne. I probably could have wow. just read the celebrity names because I don't know who any of those are besides Optimus Prime and, and Megatron. But um, I used to love the Transformer cartoon back in the day. Mm -hmm. So this is pretty exciting. Some reason the live action movies kind of lost me. Sure. Maybe I'll go. I don't know. I don't really have which, any interest in seeing the jungle. Which, uh, which cartoon was it? I think it was like the long running one, right? Like the eighties, nineties one. I think it was the nineties one with Starscream and uh, yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure. Okay, there was a there was like a two thousands cartoon run where they also had like little robot friends that they. I remember you, those, but ooh, not that one. There's also I think Beast I Wars. Both. Yeah. Okay. There's I didn't also watch the Beast one with Wars. The, Did you, you watch Beast Wars? Yeah. Or was it good? Yeah. 
It was awesome. It's oh. awesome. And I'm excited to see those characters come. Uh, Rise of the Beasts. Is that the new Transformers Are you going to go see that? Oh, yeah. Fuck yeah, dude. Beast Wars. It's have any great. Interest. I have no. I have no concept of the Transformers turning into giant animals. I haven't watched it since like 1996. So, um, <laughs> but I used to collect some of the toys, and they, they oh, would. Oh, the toys were awesome. the best, bro. I do remember the mini ones that you're talking about. Maybe that is the one I watched. I didn't really love that cartoon, but I would watch it anyways. I'd watch it religiously. Autobots roll out. <laughs> uh, the last piece of news i have is so there's currently a discourse going on on twitter a little bit of a discourse going on um disney released a a, a teaser for i think it's oh no it's an animated feature film called wish and it's people are talking about it because it's sort of adopted this 2d storybook painted kind of look that has been popularized by across the spider-verse by puss in boots they're riding trends yeah they're riding trends are they having an identity crisis also it doesn't look as well executed um and, well, and so that's what you a lot sent of it to me and i was about. almost confused i was like is this the same animation style it doesn't yeah. look good it's yeah it's just like there there's like distinct there's like line work around sort of the edges of the characters yeah i think when you're a company that's as old and been around as long as Disney, you're bound to go through these identity crises, these these trend riders. I mean, mm-hmm. in rap, that's something Drake would do all the time. Like, there's like a new style, and he would fucking start rapping like that. Uh, so, no. you know, I there's part of me that's like, I appreciate them keeping up with the times, but at the same time, I don't know. I, I w- uh, it didn't look. If it looked like a Spider Verse or a Puss in Boots, maybe I feel differently but it really didn't even have the same feel like it just it It just didn't look as well it also didn't fit like i feel like it's like a comic book fit maybe it's just because we really started with spider-verse but it feels like a comic book actiony anime-esque sort of style like what is wish about it doesn't it it doesn't feel like it fits with that style you know what i mean maybe we're discrediting it but go check out the the teaser for it It should be on youtube it's called wish uh, but people are debating its merits. And then only on for Twitter. fans that are watching the visual and stuck around to the end here, me and Evan had no idea we were twinning today. They were wearing the same hat and just a black shirt. <laughs> like, what the heck? And black headphones. We look, dude, what? You Do you still have these clear glasses? You should have thrown these on. Oh, my God. Do you have them right there? Shut up. Ah, look at that. Oh, we're twins. Yeah. There we go. They're we're too twins. reflective. I didn't get the anti-whatever on these mm. lens. So I don't have that either. What's it called? Maybe I do. Anti glare. I don't know. I'll nice, leave them on nice. <laughs> yeah. for the rest of this record. That's all the news I have, though. You have anything else? Uh, you sent me this one. Josh Gad has reportedly been cast oh. in Wonder Man. I'm not super familiar with the Wonder Man character. Is it um, an animated movie? Is he about to lose a ton of weight? What's going you know, on? No, here? it just says been cast in. I don't think it cast as. Oh, I read it as he was cast as Wonder Man. No, you're right. It's cast in Wonder well, maybe. Man. What if Josh Gad gets super fucking jacked? Uh, that's actually what I was thinking and hoping. I was like, are we going to get another Chris Pratt where everyone what? was like, Andy's going to be Star-Lord? What if ja- both Josh Gad and Mila Kunis both get super jacked for Marvel? <laughs> Mila Kunis great. is like, this is no CGI. It's all practical. <laughs> <laughs> that's all the news I have. Uh, yeah. 
we've Thanks. we've beat we've beat this chicken like a dead horse. I, mm. I don't think there's anything else we can get out of this movie for sure. Oh, no. The other big discussion going on right now is the promotional poster for Little Mermaid. There's a character poster for Flounder. Have you seen it? Oh, <laughs> oh my God, Evan! I can't believe I missed this. There's a Flounder in Chicken Little. Isn't in, it? When they're driving, when he's driving his son to the bus stop, one of the cars is just a fish tank and it rounds the corner and it is flounder. And it reminded me of how bad this fucking guy was. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, can you do the other photo? Do you see it to the to the right? That's the like, come on. It doesn't look anything like him. Yeah, it's uh, it's something else. So there's there's our Good old pal There's a flounder, flounder in Chicken Little, though. I'm so mad I forgot to, to bring it up. Thank you for saying this. Mm. Oh, my God. Ah! Ah! It's pretty okay, here's, okay, wait. Here's my question. Uh-huh. Do you go full fish and fix his fucking hair, or do you make it a little more animated and goofy? I think animated and goofy. Like He's I got agree. this little lick of hair. Like, that's unsettling. Well, I just don't know I've ever seen a fish smile at me like that. It's really haunting, if I'm being honest. He's got those DSLs right there. <laughs> it reminds me of if you're, like, stoned and you're staring at, like, the live-action Lion King movie. This looks so unsettling to me right now. Like, I don't Let understand. Me. Like, that's what I'm looking at when I see that fucking fish. Okay, The so crab's fine. Sebastian. Yeah, that that's looks fine. cool. Okay, this is what I was looking for. This is fan art. You know, pr- I mean, this uh, is better, but like still also terrifying, terrifying. If I'm being still honest, still nightmare inducing. So, is there a good way to do flounder? Probably not. I don't know. Is oh man, they did a whole fucking Pixar movie of like pretty realistic looking fish. Like, I feel well, like there's no. a world where you can merge. <laughs> sure, sort I don't of know. Those styles, this is what know? people talk about when they talk about the uncanny valley, though. I feel like and, and CGI, oh, for sure. and this is. What's so disheartening is I feel like we passed this era of CGI almost like we mm-hmm. we got through all the rough computer generated stuff and somehow we've circled back to that. And part of it is Marvel, you know, pushing these visual effects artists past their limit. But like mm-hmm. who who signed the, it, it goes back. Oh, I think you tweeted this ugly Sonic. This is the same problem Ugly Sonic had, and they were like, okay, we got to make him a little less realistic, and it looked way better. Who knows what they're doing? Ugly Sonic know. is terrible. I can't I can't believe, like, this is what I'm saying. Flounder's not the main character, but, like, Ugly Sonic, like, that passed so many people for them to be like, yeah, yeah let's show it. Yeah, let's show it. Yeah, that let's was, show it. Uh... Sonic is on my mind because of jury duty. If if uh, if you've watched that, it's so fucking funny. <laughs> It's been a while since we've looked at this guy, the screen oh. share. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, we're. Oh my god. <laughs> I salute you, brother. You walked so Flounder could fucking run. I am gonna see it. Uh, Haley wants. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Little Mermaid's good. Um, it's coming out uh, like soon. A couple weeks. What's the actress's name? Oh. Is it Hallie or Chloe Bailey? Hallie Berry. It's not Haley Berry. Is it Hallie? I swear, it looks just like Haley. Hallie. It looks just like the name, and it really throws me off. If I'm being honest, okay. and it's it's, lo- Hallie, it's very Hallie Bailey. It's yeah. it's why Michael B. Jordan keeps the B. Well, her it last is name's not Barry. <laughs> it's Bailey. Okay, she should change it. 
Or she needs to add the middle initial, I think. Or she has to have her sister with her at all times. Yes, so that's maybe the other thing is I well, I also I don't know. I've heard it spoken out loud till we just did this. I'm I'm a guy on Twitter. I True. read these things. You know what I mean? I don't know. That's the other thing is people act like um, Halle Bailey is mm-hmm. world renowned superstar. Never heard of her before. She's pretty popular. I think she's like didn't hear about her till she got cast in in this movie. What else is she in? No, she's a singer. She, they're singers. Beyonce discovered them. Oh, like pop. Si- oh, okay. I don't know. Yeah. When you said singer, I'm like, never mind. I don't. I was not picturing like an like a like an artist. I don't know. I was picturing like a nightclub singer. Evan, I'm so sorry. I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? Yeah, she was busking at Grand Central Station. Yeah. Got picked up by Disney. No, that's. I was literally like, "What? There's not like, what are you talking about? She's a singer." But I'm sorry, she's she's yeah. like a. I mean, yeah, I get what you mean now. Okay. So if it isn't evident enough, we are two thirty year old guys. Like we're not we're not super plugged in. <laughs> we're Unless it has we're... to do with superhero movies, we're not plugged in whatsoever. <laughs> the limitation of the pod. But uh, according to our podcast stats, our demographic is primarily 25 to 34-year-olds. So we know we're speaking to the right crowd. Us. We are speaking to the right crowd. I'm going to wrap up here. Do you have anything else? We're so off topic. Yeah. Uh, before you go into your whole spiel, if you're loving the pod, hey, send it to someone. Share an episode you like uh, about a movie you love or a movie you hate. Send it to someone. That helps a lot. Uh, and then I'll let Alex take it away with the rest. Yeah. No, Evan's so right. Thank you. We we appreciate you listening. But yeah, we, we're on a path of growth. So make sure you like, follow, subscribe. If, if you're a casual listener, send it to someone. We always greatly appreciate that. But like I said, we uh, we mostly appreciate you just coming and listening to us every every other week. So uh, for if you are looking for more Two Dudes, though, please check out our other episodes on Apple, Spotify, and YouTube. We have an extensive back catalog of stuff that I guarantee you're going to like. And please follow us on Instagram and TikTok at Two Dudes Watch Cartoons and over on Twitter at Two Dudes Watch. And uh, like I said before, please, you know, like, follow, subscribe, whatever you're, uh, you're watching. Leave a review, rate and review. Uh, but thank please. you for being here. Thank you for just listening to us bullshit about these movies. We hope you have fun with it. We have such a blast. Uh, this has been Chicken Little, kind of. Did We, we talked about this movie, right? Yeah. We said everything that there is to be said about that. <laughs> we said what needed if to it be is, said about it. <laughs> if it is to be said, so it be said, or whatever that line is. Oh, the Greg quote. If it is to be said, so it be said. I don't even know. It's so awkward. All right. That'll do it for this episode of Two Dudes Watch Cartoons. We will catch you next time. Two Dudes Watch Cartoons.